Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Thursday morning. And uh, hope you're doing well and uh, ready to get the day started off right. I, uh, it's a little chilly out there, but not as cold as it has been. But I tell you what, I am dreading, dreading next week. It's showing Tuesday and Wednesday the highs like 30, mid-30s, uh, later 30s, and so it is going to be cold. Good morning, Angela. Uh, but it is going to be cold. Uh, in fact, the low is, good morning, Lee, but uh, the the low, I think it's going to be down, the, I think one night said down the teens, so I just can't believe we're getting this kind of cold weather uh, this early uh, in the morning. I mean, it's early in the year, early in the morning. It's early in the year. It uh, just don't seem possible uh, for it to be this cold that quick, but uh so anyway, prepare yourselves. They may say we may even get some snow, so I don't know. But uh, so just keep an eye on that weather, and it'll be what it be, and Lord will get us through it. But um, but I do hope everybody's having a good morning thus far, and uh, let's start this day off right and diving into God's Word. What a better way to start the day. Uh, we're looking at Proverbs 28, uh, verse 6, and uh, as always, I encourage you to read those Bibles, all right? Get those Bibles out, highlight it, underline them, use them, all right? Make sure there's no dust on that Bible, because uh, that is not a good thing when there's dust on the Bible. So we're going to look at Proverbs 28, 6, which says, Better is the poor that walketh in his uprightness than he that is perverse in his ways, though he be rich. And of course, I've got the little meme there. It says, better is a poor man who walks in integrity than a rich man who is crooked in his ways. Is another translation for that. And um, so we get back over here just a little bit. Sorry, it takes me just a second sometimes. All right, so, oh, Angela says, please pray that my sore throat goes away and my cough doesn't turn into bronchitis. Most definitely, Miss Angela, we will do that. And um, from someone who suffers from bronchitis, Constantly, I, I, I sympathize and empathize with you, and uh, we'll definitely be praying that that will be, and Lord will heal that. But uh, so, uh, getting back to our verses, uh, this or our verse this morning in Proverbs twenty-eight six, uh, it says, "Better is a poor that walketh in his uprightness than he that's perverse in his ways, though he be rich." Now, uh, disclaimer before I get into this, it doesn't mean you know. I think some people or some pastors, uh, mind you, may want to. Uh, teach or preach that uh, money is is you know of course, of course the bible says the money uh is the uh, uh well we always misinterpret that talking about the root of all evil but uh we have to make sure we translate that in its proper context uh that that's not exactly what that's saying but uh, the fact is just because you're wealthy doesn't make you a bad person doesn't make you saved there's a lot of people out there who's worked hard who's always trusting the lord and the lord has blessed them with with a lot of a lot of things so there's nothing wrong with that all right first and foremost so let's make that clear because uh, i don't want anybody who has attained wealth to think they've done something wrong or that their interest in the heaven will be negated or to minimize their efforts in this world uh, by no stretch of imagination so if you have money watching this hey man praise god for you i'm not talking about that but there are those all right who are out there who are crooked and would do anything to earn a dollar all right now this is what we're referring to here and uh, we're talking about again it'd be better to be poor and have integrity and honesty than to be someone who is rich 
and who's perverse and crooked and everything that he's done to attain those riches. You know, uh, in fact, if you look at crooked uh, in this context, it, it's, uh, it talks about how a woman, how she braids her hair, how it's all crooked and, and how to, you know, uh, anyway, you don't know have braid a hair, but uh, so uh, Linda says, good morning from sunny Florida. Oh, you sorry person, you. I wish I was down to sunny Florida right now. But uh, but anyway, uh, so again, there's nothing wrong with being rich. But if you've attained it by being crooked and lying and and uh, deceiving people, that's what kind of bites you in the rear end. That is wrong. Uh, you know, there's a local car salesman here in the area who's been recently arrested that I uh, purchased a Jeep from, and that uh, I think he patched it up just enough to get it off the off the lot. I thought it was a good vehicle and started blowing smoke and using oil and uh, all that stuff. Another one in, in Elizabethan that uh, uh, sold me a piece of garbage uh, Jeep. I kind of find out the frame was so rusted that it was that it was literally dangerous, that it that they said the, the bottom of it could come out and flip me. That's how dangerous it was to get away from it. And here this guy, claimed that uh, he's, he's a good guy and that he goes through everything that he sells. It's full of crap. It just ticked me off to no end. So, uh, you know, you have people out there who will lie to you and be crooked to you just to earn a dollar. I've always, whenever I've sold any vehicle or anything, I don't care how small it is, uh, I've always, even, in fact, even a piece of clothing I sold the other day it's, uh, where I lost weight, this uh, University of Tennessee coat was a little big for me. But when I bought it, the uh, the pocket had a uh, it wasn't so much a hole as it was that the seam had come apart and, and created that hole. And I even to that, you know, I've got the rose my shoulder like I'm Mister Super Christian, but I just it's stuff like that bothers me. And I just I'm just a firm believer what goes around comes around, and it, it's going to come to get you one way or the other. So I told him about that. You know, whenever I sold a vehicle, I've told him everything. You know, to uh, every detail because I don't want that to come back on me and so I've always tried to be honest and that's what we have to do you know again there's nothing wrong with being rich but look at what Solomon said whoever has money never has money enough you know it'd be nice to win the lottery it'd be nice to be wealthy it'd be nice to travel it'd be nice to have some of these things and uh, I'm not saying that it wouldn't. I ain't going to sit here and say that I never imagined what it'd be like. Yeah, it'd be awesome, man, to, to have our home paid off, cars paid off, and, and not have any uh, worries anymore, student loans paid off. Lord knows I'll never get those paid. But uh, uh, all these things that uh, we need to take care of. And so, yeah, I, I fantasize about that. But uh, from time to time, so something I obsess about every day. So there's nothing wrong, you know, if, if you think about it every now and then. But if that is your only goal, if that's all you're coveting, that's all you think about, it's all you're pushing towards, then you need to, to reevaluate your life spiritually because the only one that should be the constant is putting Jesus Christ first. We have to put God first in all things in all areas of our lives. He's the only thing that will satisfy us, that will fill that void. I mean, if riches... Uh, is what would make you happy. Why do you see so many celebrities committing suicide and all these people, famous people who are rich and have more money than they know what to do with, why they're still miserable? Because they lack Jesus Christ. And that's why, you know, it's better to be poor and honest and, uh, and walk in uprightness and keeping Jesus Christ first than to be perverse and, and wicked and to uh, attain riches through any means necessary and, and to be away from God, to be apart from God. Because Jesus will fill that void. And, uh, and trust me, you know, we, when we buy or purchase things on Amazon or, or at the store, we have a fleeting, at least for me, I get like a fleeting moment of excitement of cool, you know, and I've been wanting this. And then after a day or two, it goes away and you're looking for something else, you know, 
And uh, getting something from Amazon is almost like getting uh, waiting for a Christmas present. You can't wait for it to get there. Constantly checking it. Uh, has it been shipped yet? Where's it at on the delivery? You know, and uh, or it sits. At, or I hate it when it goes to U.S. Post Office because it'll sit there for two or three days before it gets to you. But uh, you know, so we have that uh, fleeting moments of of joy, and it's just that it's fleeting. The only thing that's going to last eternally is the love of Jesus Christ. And if you're putting your your trust and joy in material things or in someone else, you will be severely disappointed. The only thing that we will find true fulfillment in is that of Jesus Christ. So uh, poor or rich, either one, the, the only way to true happiness is keeping God first. And there's too many people out there chasing that almighty dollar who's not spending enough time with their spouse, their children, the things that are important, putting God first, family second, job and everything else after that, putting those things that are important first. And one day they're going to regret that, and those kids are going to be grown. They're going to be gone. The spouse may uh, leave them because of lack of uh, physical presence uh, to show support and love when needed because they're too busy chasing that dollar. Now, I'm not saying you don't have to work hard. God's Word tells us we need to work hard. A man who doesn't take care of his family is worse than an infidel, so we need to work hard. But at the same time, we make sure we keep our priorities in the right place. There may be times where you have a decision of, you know what, I could work or I could spend some time with my family. That time with your family is far more important than those extra hours at work. And trust me, I know, uh, you know, it's tough living paycheck to paycheck. Christmas is coming up. You got bills to pay, and, and it's tough. Man, don't think I don't see it. My wife don't see it. And, uh, uh, you know, it is hard, and it is stressful, and it is aggravating when the bills keep coming in, and you got no money to pay extra for those kind of things. It, it is frustrating. But we just have to trust in God that he's going to meet all of our needs according to his riches and glory. And by being dishonest and, not, and uh, uh, lying uh, to get somewhere, it will end badly. Trust me. You know, many years ago, of course, a lot of you know I've had a lot of jobs. And many years ago, uh, there was a local business that uh, some friends of mine was talking about. I said, oh, how great it was and making all this money. So you wouldn't believe all the money you make an hour. And uh, and I wanted to work there really bad because, I mean, they were, they were pulling in some, some big numbers. And uh, I put in my application. I'd call periodically, nothing, nothing. So I thought I had the bright idea of uh, dressing nicely and just walk in the door and said, I'm here for an interview. And uh, they were like, well, we don't have you down for an interview. Who would you talk to? I said, I can't even remember her name. And they said, oh, uh, you must have been so-and-so. So they took me back there. She interviewed me, and I got the job, all right? So I did it in a dishonest way, and I got the job. Yeah, I got the job, all right. That was the worst freaking place I ever worked at in my life. It was horrible. Uh, and, uh, of course, I hate third shift anyway. Good morning, Teresa. But, uh, so, but see, that's what I got for being dishonest and not praying and waiting on the Lord. I got it through dishonest ways. And yeah, I got the job all right, but I learned a valuable lesson. I wasn't in the ministry then. And I hope and pray that I, I feel like I'm a far different person than what I used to be. It's still in a, in a, a, a process of growth uh, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And I'm trying harder to live for God daily. And that's what we should try for each and every day is that spiritual maturity, uh, to have that mind of Christ, to serve God with all our heart, soul, mind, body, and being. That is why we're on this earth. It's not to attain, you know, as they say, whoever gets the, the biggest toys wins. There's no winning in this world except with Jesus Christ. And it don't matter. You, you can't take the toys with you. You can't take the home with you. You can't take the money with you. I have yet to ever see a hearse with a U-Haul. You know, you can't take it with you. 
that what is important is those foundations, the cornerstone of our lives is that of Jesus Christ. And until we learn and understand what is important and that Christ is the one that we need to strive and seek after daily, that is the only way we're going to have happiness and fulfillment. But uh, we need to be careful. You know, I don't like talking about money matters uh, because I'm a poor financier and I have not always managed our money as best as I should have. I've not always been the steward I should have over the money. I've screwed up financially in many ways, big ideas that turned bad. And uh, so I'm the last person in the world who's talking about money matters. And one thing's for sure, you won't hear us about life um, begging for money. You know, we take up an offering every day because there are a business aspect to the things of the church to keep the lights on, to, to pursue evangelistic uh, uh, ideas and uh, pursuits that we need to, uh, to address uh, here in the community and abroad. Uh, prison ministries we go to in Florida and here locally. Uh, but when you give, it's not so much that you're giving to the church as it is you're giving to the Lord. You're showing and demonstrating that God is the God of your life and that you're being obedient and that you understand that God, that is his money, we're just stewards of it. And so we need to make sure that we are tithing uh, in a way to honor God. And how you tithe, of course, you know, God's word talks about 10%, but you give as God leads you to give. And I'm, tr I'm telling you right now, God's going to get his one way or the other. And I had to learn that the hard way too. Used to, I wouldn't tithe. So I thought, well, I can't afford it. And now I'm telling you every time something would break, something would tear up. Not to say that it don't now, but it seemed like it's even more so. And it was just kind of weird that every time something happened, it was the exact amount I should have tithed. And so I'm not saying we're paying God off to keep trouble off our backs. It doesn't work that way. We're just demonstrating obedience and showing that God is first and in control of all areas of our life, finances and all, that uh, we trust in him. And that's why the first thing I do when I get a paycheck is give God his. Then I worry about the bills and what else has to come out. But I want to make sure God gets his first because I I know he's going to take care of me according to his riches and glory. So remember, as this verse tells us, and let's bring that up one more time if we may. Um, let's see here. Hold on here. You know, there we go. Uh, hold on. Let me get that off here. There we go. Better is a poor man who walks in his integrity than a rich man who is crooked in his ways. All right. So again, just uh, uh, going back, covering that verse one more time and what its uh, true meaning is trying to tell us is that we need to show integrity and honesty in all areas of our lives. And it's not always easy to do, but uh, because, uh, you know, we, we, you know, it's easy to want to hold on to that money. But uh, uh, remember to always demonstrate the things of God in all areas of our life, always showing that love and integrity and honesty. And that's one thing I've always had a lot of respect for my own father is that he always showed integrity and honesty, even to the point that uh, you may think, I've looked at him, man, why would you say that or do that, you know? But he always tried to demonstrate the principles and the things that he had convictions in, that he believes of God and Jesus Christ. And that's something I want to emulate, not only of my earthly father, but that of my heavenly father, to always show that uprightness and integrity. And it's hard to do. It's not always easy. And sometimes things aren't always black and white, but we have to pray about it and show discernment and pray to God to lead us in that right direction, that we're always honest and showing the, uh, demonstrating Christ in our lives. So let's have a word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. Lord, thank you for another opportunity to spread the gospel message. Thank you for this day, your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us always be honest and upright in all things. And Lord, uh, despite how it may benefit us financially, uh, it'd be better for us to be poor and do what is right than to be rich and do it through crooked ways. And Lord, uh, let us never be crooked on anything, but to show you and knowing that, you're under, that you are in control of all areas of our lives. We trust in you. And Lord, uh, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let me pray this prayer. Dear God. 
forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead God, watch or protect us this day. Keep us safe and well. Be with our teachers, our children, our parents, uh, students who are driving to school. Lord, keep them all safe and well and return home safely. Be with our first responders. Be with our police officers and our active military. Let them know they are loved and appreciated. And Lord, be with our president. Give him wisdom, knowledge, and discernment. Let him seek after you. Be with his family. Protect them. Lord, be with this nation. blurb there uh, but anyway i hope everybody has a great day today a blessed day today and uh, uh just encourage you all to stay in the word and to serve the lord mightily and i don't know how much you heard of my prayer just now because somebody was trying to call in and it uh, interrupted the feed there just for a second but hopefully you're able to um, uh, to hear that but you know i always pray for our president and i know that that he may not always be as popular with everybody and that some people don't like him but we still have to pray for our nation's leaders, whether you like them or not. And it's hard to do. I had eight years of someone I despise, and it's hard for me to pray for somebody you don't like. But we have to pray for our nation's leaders, and we have to pray that they'll seek after God in all areas. So but anyway, I hope everybody has a good day and a blessed day. And as always, if, um, whoops, wrong one. If you will uh, want to share these videos, you have friends or family who you think might like to watch these, they can go to DocYoung77S on social on Facebook. And if they don't do um, uh, Facebook, you can say, that's all right. You can go to Twitter. You can watch it live there as well. And as always, uh, uh, tomorrow I'll be doing my uh, uh, podcast. It's free. Be with uh, Vietnam veteran uh, Chuck. Uh, I started to say Chuck Norris. It's not Chuck Norris. It is uh, Chuck Richardson. And uh, you don't want to miss this. You missed last week. You really need to go back and listen to that. That is um, uh, uh, Josh Hall, who uh, lost his leg in Afghanistan. And, and it, awesome young man. But you can watch live on YouTube or you can listen later on the Doc Young Chronicles podcast for free. Also upload these daily devotions and all of our sermons on there as well. So be sure and check that out. So hope everybody has a great day today, a blessed day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be. So thanks for watching.